and welcome to our new episode on Making Theatre, our TG podcast. Today we have the director of our first production this year in Stage at One. So we have Stags and Hens by Willie Russell and I'm here with the director of the show, Amy Kay. If you want to say hi, Amy. Hi. So obviously... <laughs> Stags and Hens is getting closer. How are you feeling for it? Are you excited? Yeah, excited and a bit stressed as well. I think it's it's going to be good. It's a mammoth of a show. Um, just for our listeners at home, could you give us a little insight of what Stags and Hens is about, just so people have an idea of what we're talking about? So it's set in a kind of dance or a club in 80s North. And it's about... Um, a stag do and a hen night and they kind of accidentally end at the same club and drama and chaos ensues yes lots of drama and lots of chaos absolutely do kick off <laughs> so obviously a lot of you may know of willie russell some of us might not he also wrote plays such as educating rita and the well-known blood brothers so my question to kick this podcast off for you amy is why stags and hens why Stags and Hens, the remix, actually? Well, okay, we couldn't get rights to Stags and Hens, <laughs> so that's why it's the remix. But um, I watched Blood Brothers yeah. at school and I fell in love. So we had to like, do some revision for it, so doing it for GCSEs. So, and I found this like random film called Dancing Through the Dark, which is the film of the play. And I absolutely fell in love with it. I just thought it was so much fun. So I've kind of always, since then, I like read the play, loved it, and I've just always wanted to do it. It's like super important that it's Northern and fun and sort of working class as well. Yeah, I think that is such a good thing to draw upon, like having the chance to give people who are Northern and of working class a voice to be able to act, but also a voice for their stories, because we do find ourselves a lot of the time in theatre that we sometimes see underrepresentations of different classes or minority groups so it is really interesting for this year for TG to get a nice diverse with um, our shows and it also gives more opportunities for people who may struggle to do like a posher accent or yeah, exactly. people who are really broad northern and struggle in that aspect to do any other accent so that you find a show that works for you so it's allowing us to be more open to people yeah exactly so my next question for you amy so why now why have you picked to do stags and hens now like what makes you think it's obviously because it's set in the 80s but like why now i know um, that could be a hard question i so. feel like i need to write an essay on <laughs> um well i think it's the play is like a lot of fun it's set in a club and i think that it's an interesting play to pick after being in a pandemic for what nearly two years yeah. now so for me it's like I wanted to have something where people can kind of go and forget about you know that kind of all the worries that we have and just watch something that's really fun kind of watch something that you know for a lot of parents this will be their youth or something yeah. of that nature so it's like you kind of reliving that all those feelings that you felt and I just I don't know I just thought it was a fun and funny play to have in a very serious time <laughs> we've come out of this serious time yeah, i agree exactly. the play is so funny yeah it's so funny. i sit there most times when i'm reading lines or looking at stuff and just doing research on it i like 
it is it is a belter. Like you do laugh at it, and I think that it's going to be so nice to be able to just sit there and hear people laughing. And like, I'm so excited for when I watch it for the first first person to laugh. Oh, I'm so excited! Because it's like wait. it's that anxiety that you have. Like, oh god, I'm going to a comedy and I'm waiting for the first person to laugh, but you're waiting for that laugh and then the laugh comes and then everyone laughs. So it's like you need that first person to do it to break the ice, yeah. to break the tension. Absolutely. But I am so excited for it. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, so I heard a little bit of down the grapevine <laughs> that you are naming the club Porky's. I am naming it Porky's. So do you want to tell us a little bit what Porky's means to you? Um, so Porky's was a really shit club in my hometown of Bingley. Um, and everyone used to go and I just want, I it was like very close to home because my dad used to go and all his friends used to go and they tell me like all these stories about what used to happen in Porky's. And I just thought it was a really fun and funny name for the club. So that's kind of a bit of a sentimental one, but also really, you know, it, gives the vibe of the club experience you're gonna laugh because when you first told me that it was about it was called parkies <laughs> i thought it was because it was something to do with pot pies no, no. <laughs> i was like that's so northern like no. pork pies and beer and no. all this the stuff. logo was a pig with a top top hat on oh, right i love in that <laughs> in bingley big up the bingers <laughs> so my this is your first time directing a my directorial yes, debut. Yes, it's your directorial debut. Absolutely. How have you found it so far? Um I don't actually it's a difficult question. I'm really enjoying it. Mm. But um obviously I've been in TG plays before, but I've acted in them. So it is very different. I, I love being in charge though. I love like the, the power. power. It's yeah. so fun, like telling people what to do and people saying like, you know, I'm actually a bit scared of your stuff like that. It's really fun. Um, not that I'm a scary person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it it's, that, it's that ownership that you have over it and having that dominance that you assert in rehearsal to get the respect. But like end of the day, as a director, you set that standard. Everybody will then know you're not a nasty person. Oh, you're not this, not. you're not that. No. Like it is just a standard that you have to set for it to reach the bar of work that you want to reach. Well, exactly. And I, because if you that, want, in my yeah. eyes, see it, a good director to produce good quality work will be good quality throughout. I agree. If you walk over the director, your show is not going to be good because there's no respect or mm. guidance for with the show. Mm. And I think from what i've heard you seem to be smashing it oh thank you i've heard good things by many people and yeah so i am very intrigued to see how it goes i know you've got um an exciting event happening this week i do it's our fundraiser amazing so what does your fundraiser entail so um we wanted to like move away from like the classic fundraiser vibe and kind of do something a bit different a bit fun mm -hmm. so we're setting it in an 80s club so why not have an 80s club night wow i wonder what so... brain box thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's going to be um at the library the lending room and we're going to have four djs remixing 80s tunes it's going to be very chill good vibes yeah it's going to be like a go for a drink have a chat get to 
network with other shows that yeah. are happening. Have some 80s music DJ. If you want to boogie, you can boogie. Exactly. If you want to sing, you want to sing. I intend to be drunk by the end of I it. I absolutely <laughs> intend to be drunk by the end of it. Probably but, at the beginning of it. Calm the nerves. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so... Dutch courage. Literally. <laughs> that sounds like such a fun fundraiser. I think See what I did there? Fun. A fun oh, fundraiser. Wait. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here all week, guys. So, I want to ask you what is your favorite 80s song oh my god you could have asked me this before we no, started it's on the spot i want your honest um, opinion favorite 80s song oh god i have so many but i would say oh my god i actually don't know this is savage i'm gonna pick one and look back at this and be like why did i say that that's so rubbish okay. probably Um, Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car by Billy Ocean. What a tune. That is a true 80s banger. Sick. So we're going to play this song for a little bit. There we are. We have a snippet of our director for Stags and Hens' favourite <laughs> 80s song. It's a tune. I don't know what my favourite 80s song would be, actually. That was very on it. the spot. That was good. I'm proud of you for that. Thank one. you. So my next question is, if you could be any character in the show, who would you be? Oh, my God. I'd be all of them. Literally. <laughs> and just so give us a little fun. context on the character you picked, just so we can explain okay. to you as listeners. I think if I could be... Oh, my God. I don't know. There's so many... Because all the characters are quite different, so you can have, like, a really funny character. Or I would either be Bernie, I think. Bernie is the dictator of the girls' group. Yeah, who's played by... Lexi. Lovely. Um... Or I would be Peter McGeegan because iconic. Who is played by? Um, Ron. I was like, what? Yeah, by Ron. Um, so Peter is the act of the bride-to-be and he kind of stirs the pot a little yes, bit. Yes, comes in and causes a little... Some nice tension. So I think that... What is it to say on Love Island and... Um... His head swears, does a freeze. She oh. her, um, I, I can't think. Linda's of head turns. Does, turns. Linda's head turns. <laughs> yeah, so I think what is so lovely about this show is um, the boys and the girls are separate for a lot of the show yeah. until the end. Yeah. And we have a couple of crossovers, but it's so lovely to see the connections of the boys and the girls together. And what is so nice about that is it's just a powerhouse of unity of the characters yeah, and like you sit there and i like i've 
obviously when I came to watch your rehearsal the other day, I was like, it's like these girls have all been friends forever. It honestly, it's they wild. Click it's so wild. Well. Yeah. And it's so nice for that because I think if you don't have the chemistry on stage, then it's not going to translate across to your audience members. For me, the odd in the audition process, chemistry was my biggest thing. Because yeah. I feel like you can help people with their accents. Completely. You can help people get into character yeah. acting, but chemistry comes like it's like if they don't have a spark, I think it's very difficult to create a spark the audience can tell or yeah completely no I completely agree with you and I think when you look back at that when you're doing that in the auditions and your callbacks you're there like the people who do have chemistry stand out oh absolutely because when you focus on that like you it's like you're not going to have what is it with the ba- battery um thing like you need a north and a south that's it Gosh, I'm glad you know. Or a positive and a negative. Literally, I'm glad you know what I was meant to say. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are going to play a little game. Okay. So this game is what I like to call. Who says that line? (laughs) That's my little jingle I've just made up. Love it. So we're going to play it with all the directors of the show. So you're the first person to play it. I feel honoured. And I'm going to keep a tally. Um, oh my god it's like a proper game it's a proper game and by the end we'll have the thingy so i'm gonna tell you how many you get right we're gonna do 10 okay so the aim of the game is i'm gonna say a line from the script and amy has got to guess which character says it oh, no. this is brutal but no, i don't know if i'm gonna be very good at okay this. i'm gonna start at the beginning start easy Give i'll start beginning easy. okay line one I saw him, that was enough. Are you joking? I said easy. I saw him, that was enough. It's page two. I'm going to say that this is... I actually have no clue. This is savage. I'm going to say, I saw him, that was enough. I'm going to say that was Bernie. No. I'm I'm not going to... I'm going to let you know at the end how many you've got right, okay? Savage. So the next one... Is <laughs> ding dong, his balls are gonna shine. That's every all the girls apart from Linda. Or maybe it is. <laughs> I felt quite confident when now I'm like, <laughs> maybe not. Young. Christ, Bernie, you hardly oh, know where to Right, we're going to go dive into the script a little bit oh, more now. Oh, God. Okay. Well, why has it got a nipple on it? Oh, my gosh. I know exactly. <laughs> I know. Uh, Cav. So this is his fifth one we're on to now. I feel like I'm doing so badly in this. Okay. How? I never dance, she said, with men in suits. That's uh, Robbie. How many have we done? So that's five. Five. Got five more. Okay. Okay, next one is... That's us. We'll always stick together, don't we? <laughs> that could be anyone. Um... I'm going to say, oh, it's either, I'm going to say, 
I got to say your first answer. Can you give me a clue? Or are you not allowed no, to give me a clue? No, can't clues? give you a clue. Oh, I don't know if it's the boy or the girls. I'm going to have Oh, right, it, it's, it's the girls. Yeah. I'll give you that. Oh, it's either Bernie or Maureen, I bet. I'm going to say Bernie. Nice. So, <laughs> next one. <laughs> <laughs> next question is, do you know something, Linda? You're my best mate, but sometimes you half don't talk. That is Francis. Three more left. Baggage weighing you down. Oh, it's either Eddie or Peter. Do you want me to say a little bit more for the line? Yes, please. You can't travel with baggage weighing you down. Oh, that's Eddie. Two more. We're going to go with... I'm going to go hard for you. Why? I'm not going to even do it when it's easy. McGeegan. <clears throat> Can you say if it's boys or girls? It's girls. McGeegan. Okay, McGeegan. I know it's not Bernie because she asks. It's Francis or Carol. I need one answer, please. I'm going to go Francis. So our last one for the road is did you ever consider going to art school peter so that's the end of the game do you want to know how many you got yes, out of ten please. i mean it's less than five you got seven out of ten okay that's not too bad i was thinking it was going to be like seven four. out of ten so i think that's strong yeah it is i'm proud of that that yeah. is good that was hard you could took, chose some hard, hard like There's some iconic lines. Yeah, there's some there. iconic ones on there. Like, um, Linda, you may be my best friend, but that's, yeah, an, that's iconic an iconic line. line. So, from just to let our listeners know at home, so a lovely thing about this show is we've got a lot of people who've never been in TG before. Yes. Which, so last year before, two years ago before covid happened mm -hmm. me and amy were in a show and everybody in the show was basically new yeah and i think it's really good to have that and obviously in this show we've got a lot of new people so we've got rowan we've got seb we've got harrison we've got isabella isabella we've got lexi we've got emma we've yeah. got um is there anybody else we've got them but then we've got a costume designer who's new and then yeah. two amazing new prod team shadowers yeah um phoebe and oscar yeah and then we've got some oldies, some oldies. <laughs> it's old but gold old but gold are. literally <laughs> i love that saying that is me old but gold mm -hmm. so do you have any advice about directing for people i would say the biggest advice that I could give, well, I have two. Yeah, let me. That's fine, don't worry. So the first is to have confidence in yourself and confidence in you, the decisions that you make. Yeah. Because you're in charge. Yeah. And you just need to believe that it's going to be okay, whether yeah. it's you know, you know, you're thinking about budgeting or or deciding what characters are saying or what people are wearing. There's a lot to or, take in mind. Absolutely. And then I would also say as we talked about before you need to set the standards really high so you can't not that you can't have fun you can't do this you can't do that but the standard that you give to people and the way that you direct put yourself forward the confidence that you show that's people are going to take that on board yeah completely. so if you're completely. not confident if you are indecisive if you don't know what you're talking about then people are going to 
you know, maybe not show as much respect, yeah. the standards are going to lower. So definitely, I think, keep your standards high and have confidence. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Amy. It's Thanks been amazing <laughs> to have you on today talking about stags and hens. So for our listeners at home, just keep up with our social media page. With that, you will find the ticket links available for Stags and Hens. We have our fundraiser tomorrow at the Lending Room starts at 7.30 and tickets £5 if you want to come and have a groove. You could even come talk to Amy, maybe. We'll yeah. see. And next week, we're going to have the director of Bull, Daisy, on to talk about her show and how Bull is going, which is a completely different oh, show so different. to Stags and Hens. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody, and tune in next week for another podcast. See you later. Bye. Bye.